Hello, I'm Sinead. And I'm Brian. Each week we introduce each other to a film that we love. If the other's not equally enamoured, it could mean the end of our 22-year relationship. Warning, there will be spoilers, swearing and undoubtedly arguments. This is Reasons to Dump You. G'day, mate. G'day, mate. It's been a while. It's been, like, years. A lot's happened since we've last been together. yeah. We've had Glastonbury. We have. We've had Eurovision. We have. Please note, we've not been to any of these. We've seen we've them, them on the telly. And at our age, that's <laughs> as good as being Look, there. Look, if I could have afforded to have been at Eurovision, I would have been there. That's true. Glastonbury, if I could have been glamping in some high-level exactly, accommodation, yeah. I'd have been yeah. there. And if I could have been on the side bit of the stage with Paul McCartney. Why Paul McCartney? I'd have been the of other side. Of all the people that you choose, you want to be next to Paul McCartney. Why not? I know he's a I've legend. I've never but... been next to anything that old. And I've been on safari. <laughs> wow. Right. Okay, listen. Yes. It's my choice. I'm giddy. You're a giddy little Gus. I am giddy. That's... Despite the apparent DIY <laughs> that started upstairs, I'm giddy. Do you know what? There's been a lot of DIY going on recently, oh, hasn't there? Yeah, just a little bit. A lot of bowling balls being thrown across the floor. Yeah, That's of... what happens when you live in a ground floor flat, 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 flat. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's what happens. And <laughs> whether you live in a ground floor flat or fat or for fat. It happens. Listen. Okay. I've chosen a film for us to watch. Let's do to it. To get us back in the swing of it. Let's do it. And I'm going to give you three clues. Okay. To see if you can identify what we're going to be watching. Okay. Clue number one. Clue number one. This film premiered at Sundance in 2014. Okay. 2014. Yeah. Great year for me. I know every film that premiered at Sundance <laughs> ever, forever. We're now in 2023. Just, so, you know, let put, me put you in the zone. Think Have you back. got any more to that clue? No, that's it. Clue number two. Yep. It was filmed in California. Most films are. But it depicts an Iranian town. Ooh. Ah, Black Hawk Down. No, no. that's Iraq. Okay. Final clue. Kite Runners. No. Okay. Don't just, like, do you have a don't solid Don't just guess. Basis You're of, giving me clues. Well, do you I'm think Kite Runners was guess. filmed in California? I don't think it was, California. was it? California. Final clue. Yep. It's directed by the same director yeah. who arguably delivered the best episode of Del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Didn't watch him. Oh, for goodness sake. Do you have a soul? Nope. Do you understand anything about life? No, nope. I've got a black heart that pumps once a week. So you don't know what this film is, do you? No, nope. and I keep puppies and have no interest in children. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's I know this is not helpful, though. You know I've not watched the Cabinet of Curiosities. You know I don't know what's in Sundance. Can't you have some sort of cultural knowledge of things? And a film that was filmed in California but isn't set in California is basically eighty percent of films since the dawn of Hollywood. So okay, but eighty percent of the films since the dawn of Hollywood depicting an Iranian town. I don't think so. I've missed this. <laughs> I've missed this. We're going to watch. Go on. Without further ado. Go on. A Jew? A do? A, a do? A do? A do? No, what is no. that word? A do. Without further ado. What is it? Without further ado? A do? What is the word? I don't know. <gasps> if anybody me. knows what that word is, help us complete that sentence. Yeah. We're going to watch immediately. <laughs> yes. Without further delay. Without further delay. A girl walks home alone at night. 
still haven't got a clue what you're talking about. Oh, for goodness sake. Is this this vampire thing? Yes. Okay. You you liked that, didn't you? I loved it. I went to the cinema to see it. It struck a chord with me. I'm in for that. It stayed with me ever since. I'm up for that. I'm ready for a revisit. I mean, from what I've heard, it's phenomenal. So I'm up for that. I am in, sister. You're in for a little treat. I am in. Okay. Sharpen your pencil. No. Not in front of everybody. (laughs) Get your specs on. Or maybe I should get my specs on if you're going to sharpen your pencil. I need thicker specs (laughs) if I can. And let's go watch A Girl Walks Home. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are back in London. Bad city left behind. Oh, bad, 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 naughty city. <laughs> but that sounds a bit kinky. Yeah, it did a bit. Yeah. There was yeah. nothing kinky going on in this film. No. Well, a bit sexual at times. Sexual, but not kinky. No. Well, I don't know. Injecting a prostitute with heroin and asking her to dance for you and then falling asleep behind her and trying to curl up spoon with her forcibly making her take care yeah, of Yeah, I think I'm going, the word kinky is kind of like an enjoyable mutual thing. Okay, rather didn't than, know that was your <laughs> That's my definition of kinky. Okay. We'll check the dictionary definition of kinky All later. Right. But, you know, that was more, yeah, sexual dominance. Bastard man. <laughs> oh my God. It doesn't matter how long a break we have. <laughs> We're back Does on it? the feminist course. It doesn't matter how long a break we have. Listen, I'm really, really, really interested to see what you thought about this film. Yeah, good. Because I still loved it. Yeah. um, And I'm I'm intrigued to see what your take on it was. Excellent. There was was a few notes being scribbled down there and a few few grimacing, retractable moments. Oh. Well, definitely when he was injecting himself between his toes, you curled a little bit. Yeah, well... You didn't want to look, did you? Not a fan of feet, generally. You know... Stabbing feet. Not cool. It was like the reaction I've seen when you've seen a clip of Dr. Pimple Popper on Gogglebox. Look away, look away, Brian. Look away. Right, let's start with a synopsis. Yeah, let's do that. The girl who walks home alone at night. Strange things are afoot in Bad City. The Iranian ghost town, home to prostitutes, junkies, pimps and other sordid souls, is a place that reeks of death and hopelessness, where a lonely vampire is stalking the town's most unsavoury inhabitants. But when boy meets girl, an unusual love story begins to blossom. Blood red. I really like that synopsis. What do you think? Yeah, it's pretty good, actually. Pretty much sums it up. I think it brings all the elements together and it gives you a sense of the tone and the the stylistic nature of the film. Yes. Which synopsises don't always do. Yes, I agree. Bravo. Well done, IMDb, whoever put that one together. I know, that's very unusual for you. Usually it's just a film about (laughs) They meet, they like each other. Um, Okay, why did I want you to watch this? I have no idea. I saw this when it came out at the cinema. We've still shown no interest in my opinion of it. Just putting it out there. Well, we're going to get to that. Okay. Just saying. Oh, you're keen today, I aren't am. you? I've got to get on with things. I've got a life to live, How woman. many coffees have you had? About four. Mm, yeah. yeah. A little bit pumped. Yeah, a little bit. Um, no, I'm just going to give you my... Sorry, just pause there for the lady listeners. There you go. Oh, they're just thinking about me being pumped. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just imagining like a really pumped body with like a tiny head on top. You know, like tiny head. Well, you know, like when you see because of lack of brain. (laughs) Read your synopsis. No, you've done that. Tell me why you wanted to see it. Um, 
I love the blending of genres in this film. Okay. So it's kind of a mashup of horror meets Western, meets romance, meets a kind of heightened realism. And it doesn't sound like that should work all blended together in one film. Okay. But I think the director, Anna Lily Amipal, yeah. Has hope you pronounce it correctly. I think is it the other way around? I, I keep getting the first two names the wrong no, way I think around. Anna, no, Anna Lily, Lily yeah. Amipal. Um I think she just blends them all together in yeah. a very unique um auteur. Uh-huh. Auteur manner. Big word. Um obviously, I mean yeah. we've already touched on it. Feminism. Yeah. Challenging yeah. all these old patriarchal views. I mean the title yeah. alone. <sighs> A woman, you know, a girl who walks home alone at night. Yeah. You think that she's going to be in danger. Nah, yeah. not here. Men beware. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. The imagery is something that yeah. st- stuck with me since I saw this film. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there were certain scenes I hadn't remembered, but there were certain images that I clearly, clearly had remembered, such as when um, girl, because she that's her character name in the film. We, right. we never get okay. a name for her the vampire character yeah. um, is skateboarding down um, towards the camera yeah. and um, she's wearing the Shador and it's kind of billowing out behind her, giving her that kind of vampire yeah, look. Yeah. Um, and the overall style and feel of the film, yeah. the fact that it feels very ominous, very melancholic, but something weirdly hopeful about it, right? In my view, okay. You will probably disagree with me because you think I've got a twisted mind. I'm sure once you let me speak, I'll have an opinion on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, if anybody wants Brian to uh, say a few words, just call it uh, now. <laughs> let us know. So, what did you think? What did Tweet, you think? hashtag Brian speaks. I can't help it. I'm excited. I want to know what you think. What do you think? What do you think? So, after all of that, I was so tempted to interrupt you again. I know, right? Um, I think it. So. It was really good, right? It's brilliant. I, I genuinely stand by that. It's a brilliant film. But it's really confusing in equal measure. Okay. Why did you find it confusing? Most of the things you've mentioned, um, really, I found the use of sound and music phenomenal. I but thought... I also found it incredibly confusing. At one point, I'm like, am I watching a mariachi film? Like, yeah. what am I watching? I don't... No, if you said this, that it was set, I think you did, that it was actually filmed in California, Correct. but made to look like Iran. It's meant to be an Iranian town. Okay. I have no idea what Iranian towns look like, so I don't know. No. But to me, it apart from the first sort of shot, it looked like California. Fair enough, yeah. You know what I mean? So then I got a bit confused there um, from time to time. And I don't honestly believe I'm in intelligent enough to pick up on what she's trying to say i don't really understand what the theme is i don't really understand what the underlying point she's trying to make is and so i loved it i love the cinematography i love the characters i love the story i loved the imagery i love the fact that you had all these quirks in it. I love the fact, truly, truly auteur styling. I love the fact that at times it was shot so much like a sort of Bella Lugosi or or um, the other guy. The other bad. guy? The other Nosferatu? No, but it was <laughs> shot like here? a really 
dark old school vampire film. Oh yeah, kind of like um, what what's the word I'm looking like for? Like a, a proper old school Dracula. Yeah, film. yeah, yeah. But there's like a word for that, isn't yeah, there? Noir, is it? I don't know. Anyway, anyway, I'm, I'm not. I'm not on my best. I've had a break, but. So those moments, I thought, this is brilliant. And, you know, punching the overlighting from the back and everything. I thought, fabulous. But I just got a bit confused towards the end. I was like, well, what's your point? What's your point? I kept writing them down. You know, oh, oh you're perceived as bad. Like, oh, the, 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 the vampire girl yeah, yeah. is perceived as bad. But actually, she's good. And then I was halfway through writing it. And she kills a homeless guy. So she can feed. Mm. It's like, what? So homeless people are not considered as worthy as others. So she's prepared to sacrifice some. Oh, I see what you mean. She's not She's yeah. not just removing... Yeah, and then I saw the prostitute character. I was like, oh, okay, I mm. get it, I get it. The prostitute character reflects all of us. Mm. Prepared to prostitute herself to do what she wants to do, but actually never gets around to doing it. It becomes mm. like this, I have a dream, yeah. but I've got so caught up in making the money that I've never actually gone out to do my dream and I'm now caught in this trap where oh, I see. I've forgotten I saw how to dream. I saw that differently. That's what I'm saying. I, so I just got confused, mm. even though I thoroughly enjoyed it and the imagery was fabulous and I thought it was great to have something that felt contemporary in what I would consider a very traditional kind of cultural yeah. background. Yeah. So there. If you wish to buy my book, it's available from... <laughs> No, so what did so how did that did that throw you off? Because like historically, I've been quite glib about things. No, no, no. I think that's really interesting, yeah. and I think it's an incredibly important question. What what is the point? Yeah. What is the message, so to speak? And for me, mm-hmm. because you know, we all take our own messages from films, don't 100%. we? So for me, it was about it was it's coming back to this feeling of kind of hope. So it's about the fact that there can be all this awful, terrible situation that that sort of humanity creates, right? Um, but that we can find our way through it, even if we've done awful things. Because the 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 kind of the the ending of the film is the fact that girl, yeah, the vampire ends up leaving Bad City with this young man, Arash, who she meets. So the fact that they've both managed to escape from this dirty, kind of despairing, awful place that's being, you know, like it's being destroyed as well, isn't it? Because there's all this mining kind of going on. So it's like there's nothing there. No. There's absolutely nothing there for anybody. Yeah, there's sort of the ultra-rich and the ultra-poor. Exactly. And the humanity is sucking the life literally out of the land. Girl is sucking the life literally out of people. Yeah. Um, and there's there's kind of a lack of hope. It's just like, my God, these people are kind of trapped. And that comes back to the sex worker who, you know, is is trapped, has had sort of no option but to turn to prostitution yeah um which it's made plain to us she doesn't want to be doing um but she can't escape it like you say yeah, yeah. so then that the the hopeful end to me that even though arash realizes that girl has been killing people um and has killed his father yeah that there is hope beyond that and that they can move off and, and go off together 
Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I didn't get that. But there's a lot going on in amongst that, but I think that's the crux of it for me. Yeah, it was a strange, strange thing. I think it, it could be perceived as a breakout from certain traditions and the desire to do that. Um, you know, I thought some of the the scenes within it were... I, well, we'll start with the opening, right? The opening scene. So he's basically by a fence. Yeah. That's it. Jumps through the fence, grabs a cat. Yeah. Not really sure why. Walks off with the cat. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, wow, that's kind of Cohen-y in a way. It's this random, yeah. just a guy by a fence who then yeah. grabs something random and walks away with it. Bear with me. Yeah. Then he crosses this bridge and this dried up river is just full of bodies. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And then I'm not sure whether it was a transvestite that he saw. There was a close-up because the balloon dance later, I think it was the same one. It was one. the same I don't character. Think, don't think it was the prostitute. No, I think it was the same yeah. character we saw at the beginning. I made an assumption that that was a trans... Well, it could be trans, but uh, I don't sex know. Sex worker. That possibly. was my assumption I made possibly. because of the way they were standing on the street corner. Yeah, possibly. Mm. I don't know. Mm. But and it was just all like, wow, mm. this is funky, man. Yeah. This is cool. It's had a, And it carried on with that. I mean, it was really good. It carried on with this unique storytelling. Mm. And well done, Anna Lily, did you say? Anna Lily, I'm yeah. Yeah, well done. Because like... Your your style is yours. Mm. That was mm. impressive, mm. and I can see why it's done well. Um, but yeah, I, I I just think I loved all that. I loved all the image, but I just lost a sense a little bit of what's your point? What's your point? Have you got too so caught up in the imagery that you've kind of drifted at the end? I didn't understand really the overall point. So explain. Well, I have. We've just covered this. I've told you what I think the point is. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not acceptable. It's, it's, it's actually having hope in amidst all the despair. And what she's done is she's created this otherworldly, stylized environment, which is bizarre and off kilter, but still recognisable at the same time. Okay. Um, and she's kind of... I agree with you. She's thrown a lot of ideas at the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. somehow, for me... And done it really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow, for me, it all works. Like, the fact that um, Arash is kind of styled like Jimmy Dean. Like, he's kind of yeah, like a really. 1950s kind of... Yeah, even his ...Hollywood car, star, everyone. even his car. Um, the fact that um, we've got, like... Western music going on, the fact that we have these these bodies being just tossed down into this dried up river, yeah. the fact that we have um, the girls' bedroom with posters on the walls that like uh, you know music posters yeah. that give you the sense that this could be in the eighties. Yeah, 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 but yeah. then we get when Arash goes to work doing gardening work for this opulent young woman. Yeah, we see her and she's clearly had cosmetic surgery she's wearing something over her nose at least that was the implication i took yeah yeah, 100 um and she looks very and she then comes across as very modern in the context of the rest of the film and even her attitudes because he says to her she's one of the key of the key three women in the film really yes and um she calls him up to fix the television in her in her bedroom and he says um well will you leave because you know what would your mother and father think of us both being in here together yeah, and she but says but you do know he only said that so he could steal her shit oh right? yeah no 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 i know okay. it wasn't about him it was about what she said it was about oh no, you're so proper oh what i'm saying is she was very modern in that sense wasn't she she was almost seductively teasing 
teasing him and then kind of saying, oh, well, you're very proper. You don't want to be in the bedroom with me. So she was, again, a contrast to like what my point is, is like, what era are we even in? Like, that's not even clear. But But how good is that? Yeah, but that's my point. Yeah, but that's like, great. It's brilliant, but it's really confusing at the same time. Oh, I I've think got you no need problem to with it. Up, man. Jesus Christ. Sometimes, folks, you'll find out I have to really fight my corner. No, I'm just saying, don't you find that liberating that we don't really know what time period we're in or what place we're in or it's it's an elevated construction of a society we recognize oh my god write that down yeah if you can spell it go for it (laughs) i don't know that's insane um so let's go back a few steps i also thought just coming away from the point of the film a minute because yeah i do agree with you and i don't think it really matters but it was just a question i had hanging over my head at the end i agree agree, so therefore if i'm gonna have a criticism of the film that would probably be it but there you go um let's go back a few steps from a purely production point of view yeah directing as well but i thought this film was done brilliantly if you're an independent filmmaker yeah this really was shot in a way that shows you what can be done with very little now i don't know what the budget for this film was i'm assuming small I shockingly have not checked that no, for you, Brian. That's fine, but I'm assuming small. Now I'm sure when people say oh, yeah, yeah, millions of quid or whatever, but I'm assuming a low budget yeah. for this film. What I'm really impressed by is ultimately there's what four characters, five characters. So you've got your prostitute, your dad, the vampire, the bad guy, Ashaf. I know you've got the posh woman. Yeah, she's not a main character. I would but, agree with you. I think main characters. You've got like three or four. Yeah, you never feels like that. No. You know, the party, if you look at the party scene, everything was shot so close. Yeah. There was probably three, four people in that room, and most of them were crew. Yeah. I would imagine. And everybody's wearing a mask. Yeah. So that's genius as well. So you can rotate. This could be the same person with the Ronald Reagan mask, and the same person who's the cowboy, and the same person. Yeah. It was very cleverly done. That's a good idea, uh, low-budget filmmakers. If you want a crowd scene, make it a fancy dress party. Exactly. (laughs) It's genius. But, like, a lot of things like that, the sort of areas they used was outside a power plant. Yeah. It's not going to cost you a lot to film outside a power plant. No one's going to give a shit. Yeah. And and all these little things that added up, Mm. I just thought, actually, it's really clever. Mm. Even Mm. the shot in the car at the end. Yeah. Uh, not at the very end, sorry. It's sort of earlier. So anyway, he's on his own. So not at the end. He's on his own driving to her. Yes. And it's a shot from very low down in the car and mm-hmm. it's pointed up at him. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's an interesting choice. Why are we shooting him from mm-hmm. up here? It could have been as simple as, we can't afford to close the roads. We yeah. want him to drive on streets. If you point upwards, you're not going to yeah. see any cars going past him. You're not going to see any people going past him. You're just going to see sky and trees. Yeah. And it's genius because it was a really effective, powerful shot. Mm. So I thought that element of it was great. Mm. And using only four or five characters for a 90-minute film, bloody mm. brilliant. Mm. And they were really strong characters as well. I well, mean, the bad guy at the beginning. The, the pimp. The pimp slash drug dealer. Oh, my God. I loved him. I mean, I hated him, exactly. but I loved How him. How much did you hate him? How good was he yeah. at portraying this vile, yeah. no redeeming features, no. Um, an absolute just like a parasite living off other people I know it was insane awful really really good and yeah just really clever and even that made me feel a bit queasy each time but like he was getting him to suck his finger yeah, first and then yeah. obviously going further on but 
the fact when he did the same time, I was like, mate, what's wrong with you? What is this finger thing? Yeah, well, I thought that was... That but was... it was genius because it got to do this very effective when she bit the finger off, spoiler. Spoiler alert, she bites his finger off. When she did it. With her what fangs. a cheap, cost-effective way yeah. to do something really gory that looks yeah. a lot more high level. Yeah. And then she spits the finger out and starts rubbing his lip. Yeah. It. And oh it was just God. like, oh, I love that. Yeah, but it is, it's that, it's that, it's, it's turning the desire back on itself isn't it yeah um and you're right actually and even the the vampiric attack scenes yeah um you didn't really see that no because she she covered them shador she she pulled a shador up covered them over and went for it and you just saw they used sound fantastically well in this film and it was most of the film was about what you didn't see yeah you didn't really see anything no it's true it's true but you in your head you did and i think and just to come back to that that image of her on the skateboard kind of, you know, yeah, flying down there. Yeah. You know, the vampires that we're kind of used to seeing, they fly, they yeah. turn into bats, they do all this. And this was a much more kind of realistic... She didn't... I think there was maybe... Well, there was definitely one point, maybe two, where she moved quickly. Oh, yeah, no, there were. But, but that was genius. But that was more that, towards the end as well. Yeah, it was like it at the adds, beginning she was very slow and she just kept kind of appearing. Yeah, it adds otherworldliness to her as well, mm, which yeah. she needed to do. But, yeah, very, very clever. Very, very clever. I, I also want to talk to you about yeah. the scene when she meets... Arash after he's been to this fancy dress party. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And he's taken a pill. Yeah. So he's off his head. An X. An X. Taken absolutely off his head. And she yeah. meets him on the street. Yeah. And then she takes him back to her. Yeah, because he wants to sit down and can't sit there. Exactly. And you don't really know what's going to happen. You don't know what she's thinking at this point. It's all very... I just found the energy of that scene and when they're in her room together and she puts on music. Yeah, it's brilliant. And then he incredibly slowly, almost like he's levitating in a sense, sort of comes along behind her and then she turns and she lifts his neck up and she kind of goes forward and then she rests her head. Oh my God, I feel like that is one of the most intoxicating romantic scenes I've seen in the last 10 years. Yeah, I agree, actually. And I think the main reason for that is, I mean, A, the music choice was phenomenal. But B, is the fact that what you kind of missed there in your description was she doesn't turn around for so long. Yes, yeah. So he's getting closer and closer. And and because she's holding it, she's trying so hard not to turn around. Mm. And you can just see it all over the side of her face. And it's lit really severely from the back. It's very sort of noirish. Absolutely fantastic. I mean, genuinely, the girl deserves every accolade she's got for it, whether it be actor or director. Director, to be perfectly honest. Well, the actor is Sheila Vand, and I just oh, is that I, Sheila? Is that's it? that's Sheila. Sheila, yeah. go on, Sheila. Sheila, I know. Oh, she doesn't she? she look like a Sheila, does she? Um, she looked like a Sheila to me. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. One. Um, I absolutely loved it. I, honestly, like you can keep your rom coms. I'll just take that scene. Yeah. I, I don't need, you know... Yeah. I can't even think of any rom-com titles. It's just beautifully told. It could have been done so badly. Mm. The director did a fantastic job because I think if he'd have started walking towards and she'd have turned around and faced him and gone like... <sighs> no, it would have been... It yeah, would have been crap. Have worked, yeah. So I think, you know, fair play. Fair play. 
Sinead, I think this is a good time to break off for what people are probably thinking now, which is a little few little ditty facts for us. Nerd alert! Is this my time to shine? Polish my badge? So the film was shot in 24 days, and as I've said before, it was shot in Taft, California. Interestingly, the word vampire is never used in the film. Director Anna Lily Amirpour can be seen in the skateboarding long shots. Being told it would be hard to get the poster rights for the girls' bedroom, the director got creative and made her own. So if you look really carefully, Margaret Atwood is actually posing as Madonna, Anna Lily Amirpour herself is posing as Michael Jackson, and Elijah Wood is the Bee Gees. So the pimp, whose character is called Saeed, the tattoo on his scalp translates from Persian into the word pimp. Elijah Wood is an executive producer on the film. And if you have a look on YouTube, you'll find some cool behind the scenes making of videos where he's talking. It's really quite interesting. I thoroughly recommend. In 2016, Anna Lily Amirpour wrote and directed a film called The Bad Batch, which apparently didn't do very well kind of tanked but to me I've watched the trailer and it looks bloody insane it's set in a dystopian desert where a woman is kidnapped by cannibals and it also has in it Jim Carrey and the one and only Mr Keanu Reeves final fact for you the film has been adapted into a six-part graphic novel which explores the girl's backstory so Graphic novel stuff, yeah, I knew that. Um, I've seen those. The posters, I was going to bring that up. With yeah. The posters, I was like, Were you like really fish? clever mm-hmm. because they're not the posters, no. but they are the posters. And also, doesn't that make you feel even more unsettled? Yeah. The fact that it's recognisable but not recognisable. Yeah, 100%. Total 100%. genius. And yeah, the, a woman being kidnapped by cannibals sounds pretty cool, but we'll have to watch that one separately. And Keanu, what, what separate to each other? Yeah, obviously, because if you've got Keanu <laughs> on screen, I don't want to be in that room. Oh, Brian. I I hope everybody enjoyed that shout. (laughs) Um, So there we go. Uh, Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, the really interesting facts. There was the first point that you made, I believe, or second point. What was the second point? For my facts. Yeah. What was the second point that you made? That the word vampire is never used in the film? No, that wasn't it. Okay. (laughs) That the the director is in the skateboarding long shots? No, that wasn't it. So I'm just going to back away from that. What was the? What was it? Well, that was the second and the third. The what fact was the it was third? shot in twenty-four days. That was the one. <laughs> okay, so the first one. Oh, okay, the oh first God, point. Memory loss. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> so what was I saying? No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, so the fact it was shot in twenty-four days. Yeah. Really impressive. Yeah, I know. Really impressive. I mean, you know, that that's four weeks basically. Mm. Well done. Mm. Well done. Well, I'm sure she's another lesson in independent filmmaking for people get it shot quickly (laughs) christ every day is money every day is money um but just to quickly touch on some of the the feminist points in the movie even though i don't think she necessarily set out to make a feminist film from what i've read yeah um you know we get this representation of women as kind of sex worker or young woman who's concerned with her appearance has cosmetic surgery. Yeah. Um, we get things like um, the pimp says to 
the woman, uh, don't you want kids? I thought, oh, women, yeah. I thought yeah. women wanted yeah. kids. Um, there's a TV advert that plays sort of at yes. the beginning, um, and it's a guy basically saying about. Is it an advert or a program? Well, it's like, like an infomercial. Infomercial. I thought it was like an mm. infomercial, perhaps selling some sort of insurance. Maybe. That yeah. was kind of where my brain went because he seemed to be kind of saying, oh, women, you know, you look after your men, you cook for them, you clean, but what if one day they weren't there? Yeah. So I thought it was like some protection about, you know, the man not being there to kind of look after you. So all these little kind of. An Interesting, actually, off the back of that, you then go into the scene with two guys who clearly can't cope without the woman. Yes. You know, so you've got this whole advert about yeah. what if so the man wasn't there. Dad. Well, then you look at the two when the woman's not there. Exactly. So basically it's like, well, yeah, if any one of that family group yeah. drops out, it doesn't matter whether they're male or female, yeah. how are you going to cope with that? I thought it was quite clever. And I also thought it was, sorry, just to say, I also thought it was interesting that um, Sir Arash's dad, who is a complete drug addict... Yeah. Um, towards the end of the film, he trashes the front room and the pictures of his wife, yeah, and yeah. oh, you've you've done this to me, you've you've yeah, left, yeah. and you've done this to me again, like blaming the woman for his own state in life, like he hasn't yeah. taken any responsibility for yeah. his own welfare. Yeah. He's just blaming. I would say her. that the fact that that was a woman is contextual. Maybe I don't know. It's because I think anyone who's a drug no. dealer will, or, or a, sorry, a drug addict, yeah. will blame anyone that's you know whether it be their kids, whether it be a, a partner that's you yes, know that's the true. same sex, whether it be they've always got someone else to blame. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very interesting that mother looked incredibly like girl. Yeah. Incredibly like yeah, girl. Yeah, I yeah. thought, yeah, that's good because you know that's what men do. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh, what they get? They get together with people that look like their mothers. Sometimes, Ooh. not always. Christ Almighty! Well, that's worrying, isn't it? No, but you understand it. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying, not the concept. <laughs> All right. Oh bloody hell! You're looking at me like I'm a reaper. <laughs> right. Anywho. So, so, so you're glad I introduced you to this film? I am glad you introduced it. Oh, um, a couple of things I want to bring up: motifs. So there's motifs. The cat. Ah, yes. Now, is that a female thing? In what respect? Well, she uses the cat to look. um, He says that the cat has your mother's eyes. Yeah. Um, He goes to steal a cat at the beginning. Yeah. Is it like a female? Because felines tend to be considered very feminine. We think of cats as feminine, don't we? Yeah, even though he holds him up and says he's a boy cat at the beginning. He goes, oh, Mr. Cat. Oh, right. Because he needs to categorise it. Yeah. But that was an interesting one. I didn't quite understand that. The cat was interesting. Um, Because it's everywhere. Yeah. And the only thing I could kind of think about the cat and and where my brain kept going with the cat. The cat is a very independent creature, isn't it? Yes. The cat like goes wherever the hell it wants. Yeah. Whenever it wants. Whenever it wants. It doesn't really have have a proper... Home as such. I mean, I know people have domesticated cats, but yeah, you know, you cats, mean. cats. I'm just sure go. there are people that say mine's a house cat. Yeah, yeah right. and and um, if you remember from Breakfast at Tiffany's, the cat in Breakfast at Tiffany's, yeah, um, she finds it. She doesn't give it a name. It's called Cat. Yeah, and um, she she goes to get rid of it, like throw it out of the car at the end, and not throw it out of the car, but like <laughs> let it out of the car. She doesn't yeah. fling it from a moving car, and she's like, the cat doesn't belong. To anyone, I'm like the cat. I don't belong to anyone. And in Breakfast at Tiffany's, George, George Papad says, "Yes, you goddamn do. You belong to me," sort of thing. But that was where my brain went with the cat as well. Not only the cat's independence and lone nature, the fact that the cat belongs to nobody. 
Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So we're not thinking like a cat similar to the one from Carry On. What's the Wedded Bliss Agency in? Carry On Loving? Yeah, in Carry On Loving. Cook, cooking a, fat. Shoe, shoe cooking, cooking fat. fat. Shoe. Oh, yeah. Anyway, no, that's well, lost. Not. There you go. <laughs> no, I know what you that mean. That was fun. <laughs> so if anyone wants any guidance on how to tell jokes uh, to the public ear as well, uh, my book's available on Kindle. Jeez. Well, I hope it's on sale. Um, the other one that I thought, while well, he broke his hand at the beginning, so he's always wearing a cast. Yes. Why? No, I have no idea. I can't give you an answer to that. Yeah, he lost use of that hand. And it just, it, the, the thing finished, I thought, that had no relevance to the story at all. Does it matter? Don't know. Everything in a film should matter. Should it? A hundred percent. Why is the reason everybody loves Back to the Future and if you don't turn off? <laughs> Why does everyone love Back to the Future? Because everything is relevant. Everything I is agree relevant. with you. And listen, you're not going to get any arguments from me on that front. Good. Ultimate, However, ultimate classic storytelling. But I think mm-hmm. in this type of film... Sorry, just rewind. I'm going to rewind a bit and so it plays again. Um, you're not going to get any arguments from me. Carry on with your argument. <laughs> um. <laughs> Go on. Oh, you're a trickster. Oh, right? I'm a trickster. <laughs> oh, you're messing with my brain. In this sort of film, for me, it's it's more about how it makes you feel and the thoughts that it provokes than... The plot, if that makes sense. Yes. This does have a plot. It has, you know, a very clear yeah, plot. I know it does. Um, but for me, the, the brilliance of this film is is the thoughts that it leaves you with and the, the, the general sense of feeling and the fact that it envelops you. I completely agree with you because I would argue against myself as well in terms of my very, 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 by a country mile favourite scene in this film is the balloon dance. Really? I love it. So again And it's completely irrelevant and I don't know why it's there, but I adore it. So it's this character that we, we're told nothing it's, about yeah, that, that may be a transsex worker, we're yeah. not sure. Um you get a shot of a random balloon. Yeah, a black black balloon. Well it could be red, I mean it was black and white in the film. Oh yeah, that's true. Could be any colour. And the balloons pulled down and don't then look at me like that. The character Thank you very much. that we're talking about dances. With the balloon, mm. but a very feminine head mm. and and makeup and headscarf and a very kind of masculine outfit. Yeah, very, very. I just loved it. I thought it was great. Loved it. Yeah. And I would never have taken it out. However, I bet you a producer would sit there and go, take that out. Yeah. It's irrelevant. But it, it no correlation that I could see to the film. I'm sure if Anna Lilly was here, she would say you're a fool and could explain it. But I loved it. So there you go. So, so not so not everything does need to have. Maybe. I know. I just said that. I said I'm going to argue against myself now. You're a contradictor, aren't you? <laughs> well. Well, anyway. Well, it's nice to have this side of our relationship back on play again. It's been too long, Brian. It really has. Come on, then. We need to do VHS tapes. Not a problem. Hit me with your VHS score. I loved this film. I thought it was really, really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love the fact it was in black and white. I had absolutely no issues with the fact it wasn't in English. I actually think it was stronger for it, you know, because I don't like when they try and portray a different culture and then everybody's speaking in English. Well, it's That's jarring, a very old isn't it? cliche thing mm. to do. But based purely on that 
kind of me not understanding the overall point, I'm going to deduct a point and I'm going to score it four. And that might be a bit harsh, but because give it a whole point. But for me, that was a bit big. But I mean, it honestly, if you're an indie filmmaker or just, I mean, any sort of storyteller, go and have a look at that because it's really, really clever. And I really loved it. Hurrah! I will take that all day long. I'm, cool. I'm proper chuffed with that. Good. I'm going to come in strong. Oh. I'm not going to come in with a perfect VHS Good. score, though. You can't do that. Because, you know, that really has to be something yeah, that no, you're going to watch, you know, yeah, again. Time and time again, yeah. Um, so for me, I'm going higher than you. Go on. It is a magnificent, entrancing, atmospheric, scintillating 4.5 VHS. Cassettes. That makes an incredibly impressive 8.5. 8.5, that's a high score. And if anyone gave anything I ever made that higher score, I'd be very, very impressed. Good Lord, I'd take the 0. 0.5. Well, <laughs> wow. no, that's... I need very to high self-esteem. I need though. to work on my confidence. Yeah, a little I? bit, yeah. Right. And after all that lovely feminism, yeah. and I've just put myself down, I'm ashamed of myself. Don't be. You're okay. I'll have a little bit. It shows your human side. I don't need you to tell me I'm okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right, Brian. reasons to dump moi. So you've got your hand up and we're on podcast. <laughs> what do you want? Um, you've done quite well this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's not too many reasons to dump you. Oh, that's not bad. So seeing as we've not, you know... We are a bit rusty though. Been doing so this for a while, a yeah. Um, but I feel like when I bring you a gem like this, there's not going to be many reasons for you to show true, your... True, true. If, if you hit strong with the film, yeah. then the, the reasons tend to dip. Number one... Yes? It's not related well, there's to... There's more the, than one. Yeah, there's two. Okay. So, number one, um, not related to the film, so to no, speak. No, 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 no. They have to be related to the film. They can't just be, number <laughs> one, your smell. <laughs> That's not... Number one, I'm seeing someone else. No, what a way to drop that in. <laughs> Go on. The fact that you claim that I don't let you speak. Ah. And I'm sure this has come up before. Yeah. But I, I feel like it's a way of of almost curtailing me. Ooh. So it needs to be said. So that's number one reason okay. to get rid of you. Yeah, fine. I understand. Um, number two, this constant search for for meaning. Do you know what? Some, sometimes, sometimes life doesn't have meaning. You've just got to get on with it. Uh, okay, that's fine. We still talk about the film, yeah. Yes, because okay. you know, um, for instance, well, he broke his hand. Why did he break his hand? What was the what was the meaning of that? Who cares? Okay. Who cares? Sometimes just ride the wave. Right. Ride the crest of a wave. That's fine. I'm going to ride the wave, baby. I'm not going to look for any more reasons for anything. Okay. Well, that's it. Two reasons to dump you. Okay. Well, that's still pretty good. I'm pretty chuffed with that. Yeah. Even though one of them seems to be more of a lifestyle <laughs> thing. But that's fine. Well, don't worry. The night is young. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure I'll come up with a few more. Yeah. Off, off mic. Why not? Why? Who's Mike? <laughs> is he one feeding your head with all this? Right, thank you very much, Sinead. It's thank been a you. joy to be back. Absolutely. I really well, enjoyed that. Great film to start with. Well, halfway through the season for you guys, but... Well, thank you. you. Know. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I look forward to see what you bring to the table next time. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to next week. I've been ready. I have been ready, baby. Poised. Oh, make no doubt about <laughs> it. I have no idea what I wrote down all that time ago, but I'm going to find it. 
And you're going to love it. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. If thank you've you enjoyed, please do uh, subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts from. Um, and we will see you next time with Brian's Choice. And don't forget, my book is still available on fabulous joke telling within a confined environment <laughs> for just two ninety nine. Okay. That so, sounds like the people listening to your jokes are trapped and have no escape. Yeah. <laughs> Laugh at my jokes now. (laughs) Thanks very much, everyone. We will see you next time.